0: everybody. This is Tammy Moniz from Faith Surf School and the Outrigger Waikiki Beach Resorts. And today I have a super special guest. His name is Luke Shepherdson. He is the 2023 champion of the Eddie Aikau Big Wave Invitational. I'm so glad that you made it. And we're so proud of you. Our family's proud of you. All the friend group. I mean, you're like the people's champ, you Thank know, you. like we all celebrate you. And we're so excited for... The success that's going to come even after this, you know, because your story is so good. I have all these questions here and I don't want to miss any. So forgive me if I if I look at my notes, because I usually don't like I usually like I got it, you know, but I'm like oh, so many little questions here that I feel like will help everybody that um, doesn't know you. Right. Be able to to know you and hear your story and be. So inspired by the person you are and what you've done, and Thank and you. you've made a mark in surfing history forever and ever. And we're so glad that we can have you here at Surfers in Residence and the Outrigger Waikiki. Yeah, thanks for and, having me. And yeah, I'm so <laughs> excited. So you are from Hawaii. You've lived here. You're raised here. Um, you're my son's closest friend, and that's why it's so <laughs> fun to have you on this journey, and celebrate you. Tell me about yourself.
1: Born and raised here in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and. Grew up on the North Shore surfing and being a rascal up there like everyone else and mm-hmm. fell in love with the ocean and surfing and surfing big waves and, and now I'm a lifeguard and I get to surf on my lunch breaks and <laughs> work and surf and be a family man.
0: That's <laughs> so cool. And you have a family. Why don't you tell yeah. us about your family?
1: I have two kids, Wild and Haven. Uh, they're, you know, Wild's one and Haven is four and mm-hmm. my beautiful girlfriend
0: yeah so good those are quick family huh yeah <laughs> they're huh? so close together uh yeah. yeah yeah
1: we had one and then I was like oh he needs sibling but it's a lot and then we just went it, and yeah
0: wow that's so cool enjoying the ride as we talked the other day at Isaiah's baby shower yep. my sons um I asked you like do you have any connection to Waikiki since we're here you know because nor- nor- yep. you're mostly in the Always North Shore, in the North Shore yeah. why don't you tell us about your connection with Waikiki
1: growing up Come down and do contests and stuff down here and mm-hmm. come down to surf in the summertime and the only ever the only other contest I ever won was the first uh, junior pro at the duke's ocean fest pretty cool to contest to win.
0: We have you here for one of the most prestigious big wave event in the world, and that that is not just said by me but that's said by even your peers and the, the people that are in, invited that's their Dream, but it's not just a. It's more of a dream, not just to win it, but it's even to be invited. Just to right? be a
1: part of it. The first year I was invited, I was just blown away. It's been my lifelong dream to be a part of it. It's, in my opinion, the biggest thing in surfing. It is what every surfer strives to get into or mm-hmm. be a part of. And when I uh, got invited, it was twenty seventeen. Was the first year I was invited. And I was just, I was in disbelief, like I finally, like lifelong dream came true. And then being invited the year since then, I was like, I hope I get to surf in it one day and, hope uh, I don't get, cause there's been people that have been on the list and it doesn't run for, yes, it doesn't run every year so long. And some people are on the list for four or five, six years and then they're off the list and then the contest runs a couple years later. Yeah. So I was like, it's been about seven years. Like, I hope, I hope I keep getting invited till I get to surf in it. I just really want to surf in it. And then.
0: Kind of at the prime age to surf in it too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So good. (laughs) Yeah. So the, the Eddie Cow contest will only run at 20 feet plus?
1: Yeah. It's got to be minimum 20 feet, but ideally 20 Five feet consistently Mm -hmm. through the day so it's Mm -hmm. as big as Waimea gets so all the elements that have to come together for it to be able to run is what makes it so special because it doesn't happen all the time. In my surfing life 2016 was the most big swells I've seen Mm -hmm. and the few days that they 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 called Eddie on and then cancelled it because it wasn't um, big enough first thing in the morning Mm -hmm. I would say there's like 8 or ten closeout sets the whole day. And then when John John won the Eddie that was the following week after that in twenty sixteen, there was probably ten or twelve closeout sets the whole day, if that. Mm-hmm. And this one was like every other set with a closeout mm-hmm. set and it was it was a Not lot really. of fun. Lot the of scary. whole day. The whole <laughs> yeah. day, right? There was And wasn't... it was getting bigger all day and yeah. it was huge in the morning. It was the forecasts They did a bad job with forecasts because everything i was looking at did not show anything that size
0: (laughs) yeah like what was it like to you to that whole morning coming
1: yeah so the evening before i bring my boards down to leave them in the room at waimea the lifeguard room so that i didn't have to bring them back and forth and because i knew i had to work the next day so i was like i'll just take this my surfing stuff down there and have it ready and then just Mm -hmm go to work and then it's there ready mm-hmm. and actually when I went to drop off the boards I seen Uncle Tony there and Micah and I was talking to him and I was reminiscing about like from when I was little watching all the Eddie stuff and then there was a photo of Uncle Tony on a single fin bottom like back into like a 20 yeah. foot slab and it was like crazy I was like just asking about it and then he told me the story of the wave and I was like wow you got like the chills just thinking about that yeah
0: (laughs) and then you had your chance
1: yeah and then i was like oh i'm gonna try try channel that hopefully find a wave like brock or you and because brock's barrel and the one on tony the poster is those waves are crazy that's like like the dream wave is to take off and backdoor into a huge barrel Mm -hmm. out there (laughs) yeah but that's really really scary and really hard to do
0: (laughs) yeah it is it takes a lot of commitment and kind of crazy
1: you gotta have a few (laughs) screws
0: still gotta tighten them (laughs) 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 yeah well i mean like so um funny that you i mean when you're talking about you know brock and 2016 um let's just back up a little because i remember the story was um or the news was that kelly couldn't paddle out and luke paddled out but he was like a bet or something so i was I was like, I got to get the story straight, you know, like, it would be cool to just get it straight. So Kelly said, I'm going to read it because I I don't want to forget the fun details, but it was so funny. He said in 2016, was it Mason Ho that went out with you?
1: No, it was Kelly and Mason were on the beach. Ah. And I guess they've been there for quite a while, like telling people, oh, you're not going to make it out, betting yeah. them, whatever. To, and they were trying to paddle out and getting rejected.
0: Yes. Yeah, so he said that he um, got rejected to the beach and he got caught in the shore break. Right. Yep. And then you paddled out and then they watched. They came back. Brock and him came back, I think. And he said that for two hours. I think they the point watching. Yeah. They yep. watched you and you caught about two, three bombs. And, and Brock was so stoked. He said Brock was so stoked to see you charge like that. I mean, how old were you?
1: I uh, was twenty-one.
0: Yeah, you're just a yeah. little twenty-one. was yeah. so cute. <laughs> but like, that's amazing that you had it in you, you know, at such a young age, and to to paddle out. Just the the shore break alone is nuts. Yeah, it was like
1: a really scary paddle out. Yeah. I I just got lucky. Yeah, the, the timing all worked out because. Kelly and Mason were like, oh, I'll bet you a plate lunch, you're not gonna make it out, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna try at least. <laughs>
0: Did you get your plate lunch?
1: Um, Kelly never bought me a plate lunch, but Ross, Ross gave me 20 oh, bucks. Oh, okay. So- to say he's like oh I'm paying for Kelly's bet but now Kelly owes me (laughs) yeah
0: no we're gonna we're gonna make him pay for your lunch one day Kelly. Um, so that's that's a cool story you know the Eddie is also really different than other contests because it feels like everybody celebrates you even the people that you are surfing against and your competitors like there's such a it's such a life and death situation and such an over the edge kind of deal that it's like it generates this different kind of Camaraderie or something? Yeah,
1: to yeah. me it doesn't really feel like a contest. It's more of a celebration of Eddie's life and kind of yeah, everyone gathers to celebrate and everyone, both of my heats, everyone's just super stoked and good vibes in the water and just everyone's cheering each other on and go go go! Oh, ah. it's like oh, and then someone wipes out and all that, and so it doesn't really. It's not really like a, I need to beat you to win the contest. It's like everyone's just out there having a good time and having fun and, and there's a contest at the same time. So you guys
0: are like <laughs> chatting and it's yeah. like happy moment?
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of... It's really cool. A lot wow. of fun.
0: <laughs> wow. Can you um, explain one of your best waves? Because you had a good score in one of them, like a really high score, right?
1: Yeah. the uh, Two tens and a nine-something. Yeah. And the wave that most... Stands out to me as the one that I claimed and fell right after. <laughs> but it was like right before my second heat, Uncle Clyde's like, okay, here's the breakdown of what scores are going on. You have a 10 and a 9. You need a 9.5 or better too. If you get a 9.5 or above, you have a good shot of winning the contest. So I was like, well, it's, it's kind of some pressure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, trying to think about it. And then I went out and the heat started. Right before the heat started, the end of the heat prior was there's a huge closeout set coming in and I was just like, I don't wanna get smoked and just paddle way outside. Paddled way outside, wave went through and then I came back in, boom our heat started. And within like a couple minutes of the heat starting, a wave just like stood up and there was a perfect chip right in front of me and I was like, Okay, this I guess it's I was like Told me so I was like, I'm not gonna, I don't wanna get hurt because I was working and I was like, okay, I just, <laughs> if a wave comes to me, I'm going, but I don't wanna send it over the falls. <laughs> but then the wave came right to me and I had a, it felt like a pretty good airdrop and then landed and then a huge, like the explosion. Mm-hmm. And it's like, torrential downpouring rain you can't see anything and then you come out of it and it clears and I was just like whoa and then I was like that might have been the wave it felt like one of my best waves I've ever had at Waimea and I threw my hands up and there's a tiny little chop <laughs> took me straight down
0: <laughs> you deserve that claim yeah. <laughs> that, that would probably I mean that's like you claiming is like Totally, not even part of it. But that's just from the adrenaline and yeah, that craziness, like, right?
1: Everything in the moment. I just yeah. like my hat just went up. I was like, oh, and then it went straight down.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. That was so insane. So, how do you mentally and physically prepare, or how do you how do you?
1: I physical preparation is mm-hmm. kind of the same thing I do for lifeguarding. Is just try do beach runs and good cardio, good mm-hmm. like breath, so that you're not panicking and if you do get pounded you can hold your breath for a little while mm-hmm. but more so than that is that's a big part but the mental part is even bigger mm-hmm. but cuz you have to when everything in your body's telling you paddle out to the horizon you got to tell yourself to turn around and go <laughs> and mm-hmm. then if you do fall or whatnot, you got to be relaxed and let mother nature do what she's going to do mm-hmm. ragdoll you is very violently and then when she lets up you take your chance to get back to the service. So <laughs> yeah. like
0: what do you do when you when you drop in and you're the wave gets you and you're getting pounded and you're like Uncle Tony said it's like this is what it's like and he's like <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's his expression <laughs> that's but exactly it was with a leash. <laughs> what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so like
0: what do you do with yourself in that moment?
1: You just play dead be as dead as you can be and try to shut off everything and just because the more you fight it, the worse it's going to be, the sooner panic will set in. And when you start panicking, that's when bad things happen. Mm. So you just be as dead as possible, play dead, and just let the violent ragdolling happen.
0: Tell me how significant that was. I mean, were you even like there like thinking about this whole magic of the day? or
1: I was working that day, so I was not really thinking anything about the contest, but I knew that I was surfing in it, so it was like, it was a huge moment in my life. And when I grabbed the jersey for my first heat, I teared up, and as I was walking away, I was like, oh, I actually get to be a part of this. Like, it's the biggest dream of mine ever. Other than me surfing my heats, I wasn't really paying attention to the contest because it was so busy on the beach and I was at work, mm-hmm. and had to make sure that we didn't lose anybody off the beach. Mm-hmm. and. It was a constant up and down the tower, on the ATV, going back and forth, Mm -hmm. on the PA, yelling at people. And a lot of people did not want to listen. So it was over and over and over. Every five to ten minutes, we were yelling at people. And it was a very busy day. I
0: mean, I remember, (laughs) you know, you go go out, right? We see you on the waves. And then you come in and you put your other shirt on, your other jersey on, your lifeguard jersey. And then you're on the ATV running back and forth. And I'm like... (laughs) what is he doing? I mean, like, it's amazing that you are, that you had the capacity and the energy to do what you were doing, but it was sheer adrenaline. 100%. Right. I had a big adrenaline dump. Do you think that was an advantage to you too, to get your mind off the contest? For sure. Was it? For
1: sure. Because I, I'm a horrible contest surfer. (laughs) I put too much pressure on myself and anxiety and standing up on a wave is easy for me if I'm not surfing, but Mm -hmm. Or if I'm not in a contest when I'm surfing. But if I'm in a contest, it's just like I overthink everything, I think, mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I always make little mistakes that I should wouldn't normally make when I have a jersey on. So
0: what, what would you say to a kid like yourself, a rascal kid, <laughs> <laughs> that has a dream of and wants to be a surfer or a professional um, surfer? What would you tell him?
1: Go for it and... Don't be sidetracked by all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. It's very hard, but Mm -hmm. keep pursuing your dream with all your focus, and it will Mm -hmm. happen. And Mm -hmm. their life takes all its twists and turns. And just keep your dream and hoping it's going to come true, and it probably will one day. Nice.
0: (laughs) And then you had with your dreams and your aspirations, like um, you've had influence is in your life. Like who would you say was one of your biggest Um, influence?
1: There's a lot. Uncle Garrett McNamara for Big Waves. Uncle Liam for Surfing Pipe. Um, all my friends influenced mm-hmm. me a lot. And it's cool to see all my friends doing cool things. And mm-hmm. Uncle Tony, Uncle Brock, um, Uncle Aaron Napoleon. Mm. The One of the major things that I watched over and over and over and over when I was little about the Eddie was the Young Challengers. Yeah. And it was brock little and Aaron napoleon Mm -hmm. and they were i think 18 or 19 at the time
0: yeah i think they were i think they were younger
1: really yeah and they were were on like 80s and surfing the event and it was like that was a huge inspiration for me
0: you know what's more at your table for the future
1: i think um yeah there's been lots of cool opportunities Mm -hmm. there's lot of people have been telling me it's a movie Mm -hmm. and there should be a movie made and I think there's going to be one pretty soon or I don't know soon but there's there's talks happening so that's really cool and yeah just keep doing what I do surfing and lifeguarding and Mm -hmm. keep enjoying life
0: (laughs) well I'm so glad that you found your path off the rascal self that you were
1: (laughs) thank god for that that'll be in the movie right
0: and um (laughs) The North Shore too, like for the lifeguards. Do you have anything you want to share with us about?
1: It's definitely, I think, helped spotlight on ocean safety and help all the lifeguards. Mm -hmm. Um, If any of the community sees this and they want to write their council members or anything like that to help support the lifeguards, that Mm -hmm. all the help. Yeah. How can we help? How can we help? One major thing we're doing, trying right now, is trying to get. Uh, four 10 hour day work shift you work four days a week for 10 hour days that way we can we'd be there from 8 in the morning to 6.30 at night that way Mm -hmm. the beach is better protected Mm -hmm. because when we leave at 5.30 the beach is still
0: Mm
1: -hmm. super crowded it's like Mm -hmm. there's a lot that can still happen Mm -hmm. and it is moving in a good direction Mm -hmm. um but if yeah, a few guys would like us to be at the beach longer, and we want to be there to help and write to your council people or the—I don't know exactly what yeah. the term is—but that you're in support of us doing that, and that will help a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what's what's so cool about it, which is which is amazing, is that you're you're asking for for this not for yourselves, like you're actually asking it because it's a a need. It gets a need. And then it, it's a. Urgency, you know,
1: the amount of after-hour rescues Mm -hmm. is a lot, and Mm -hmm. if we can be there to prevent them, it would be that much better instead Mm -hmm. of after the fact. A serious rescue has to happen, and Mm -hmm. you never know what's going to happen if it's a serious rescue. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, I've seen I've seen it happen where there is a serious rescue and you're closed up already, and the guys will have to back up or. Um, they sometimes they stay because it's so yeah. dangerous that they won't go home they'll yep. actually stay yeah yeah you know we've been doing a lot
1: of overtime and mm-hmm.
0: well thank you yeah. so much luke for joining me yeah. i'm so happy that like we got to do this in a timely fashion yeah, right after your me. win and <laughs> i got to be there i get to feel the ground and talk to you the other week it was really nice yeah. and so thanks for taking your time we just celebrate you and all that you have for your future and for lifeguarding you know and as well as the movie because it's definitely going to come out if it doesn't i'm going to make one <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank anyways you. thank you so much yeah all the best and we'll see you at the next one yeah okay. for sure yeah thanks
1: for having me <laughs> yeah
0: so if you enjoyed this episode and you want to follow us for more of the surfers in residence and all the goodness that we have here like and subscribe right here see you next time